not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't hold on the football. It's so goddamn hard about holding on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stag Simpson as the fantasy millionaires. And then there were four, the final four, but there can be only one. Is the pressure getting to you? Because it's definitely getting to me. This is why is the pressure for the fantasy semifinals, the fantasy millionaires are here to bring to you none other than Mr. Ice in his veins, the man with the spiciest takes on the Twitter streets, the first person who found us on the internet, maybe? Bo McBigTime. Welcome, brother. I love this show. It's one of my all-time favorite shows, not just because I'm basically best friends with you two crab cake eating motherfuckers but <laughs> old bag um the show is high quality and i thought that i might lend some help today yes yes, yes. well we need it obviously. yeah yeah man i i'm 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 getting fantasied out bro like i'm 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 at like you know like I, I'm I'm ready to tap out. Like it's and we hear these every year these NFL players bitching about how they're cut up and bruised and battered. What about us guys? What about <laughs> us? We're out here. We're out here fighting for our damn I'm, lives. I am <laughs> suffering. <laughs> suffering. Same big same. <laughs> I mean, they're doing uh, for what millions. Do you guys, of what you guys got going you guys tonight? Doing, what? You guys at least have the millionaire's name. Right, yeah. right, and attitude for now. But uh, here's what we have going tonight. I have got Aaron Jones. I need eight points to win my matchup uh, and to get into the next round. This is the team that got into the playoffs by point eight, so it was kind of an upset as well. So Aaron Jones, don't get hurt. From Aaron Jones, eight, eight points from Aaron Jones. It's very, I, I it's very feasible. I need so thirty. So, so I have, I have, I have thirty-five leagues. I made the playoffs in quite a few of them, and. Nice. I don't. I didn't count, but there's a lot of them that got first round buys. So I'm just sitting back and like, all right, lay low. Maybe they won't notice I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I'm only the one or two seed. They're all they're already gunning for me. But there's a couple that may, that had this claw through this round, and all of them are are comfortably ahead and nice. moving on to the semifinal, except for one. Mm. And this one league is a 16 man dynasty league, and I squeaked in. I got the five seed, I think. And I'm down by 29 and a half points. And I have Aaron Jones going, needing 30 to advance in that one league that I'm not. I mean, that's that's a long shot. Like, yeah, Aaron Jones has scored 30 before, but that doesn't happen very often. We we are on opposite sides of the table, my friends. I need him to get, I think, less than like 5.5. Oh, my gosh. This is a a house divided. Come on. This is. Come on. Well, I, I also need Come to dodge my... Higby. Higby has a six in, in one of the leagues I'm in. I think, Bo, you're in that league, too. Um, not sure if you made the playoffs in the fantasy. That's a fantasy league. millionaires league. I yeah, I need not, yeah. T- 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 uh, Tyler Higby. Mike, yeah. Six more points. Yeah. 
Ooh, Mike got the sweat. last spot in that league, and I thought it was like, oh, I got a winning record, and it's like, no, it it doesn't matter because Mike, no, Mike had he had the eight and five record going into the last week of the regular season, and I was two games behind him. So even if I won and he lost, it was he was going to get in on record for the six seed. Everybody and, was uh, nine and five or better yeah, uh, in right. the fantasy millionaires. That's strong. And I had way more points, Mike. So that that was bullcrap. I, I petitioned that you go to a real format next year for your league where you do a, a game against the median because that league, yeah, that levels the I like whole that playing too. field because the good teams that should be in the playoffs don't get bounced by default. And then right. you have you have you have less of those teams in the playoffs that squeak in I'm on a six seed. Then yeah, they get the I'm benefit okay of a bunch of injuries. Like like I know we're gonna talk about Jalen Hurts today. Have you guys seen this story? No. Dude, stacks of cash. Uh, I I meant to send you an update because I mean, you know, if he plays, I'll play him. But uh, he's trending not in a good direction right now. Like he separated his shoulder. You mean during one I'm of those hearing, nine? I'm hearing broken clavicle from some oh, people. So that's bad. Like not a full on break where it's like but four like weeks, but like a, a crack, a crack in his clavicle, which would be two weeks. Is that because he does that play where 900 men push him rugby style into the end zone against other men? No, apparently, also... apparently he got slammed down on his shoulder on one of the plays, and okay. uh, and that's what did it. But he played through it. He, it was in the third quarter when it happened, and he still played through it and scored two more rushing touchdowns after that. Jeez, Louise, what a man. I, you know, and that's why I, 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 it's going to be interesting because he is – listen – you know they can say whatever they Drag want. But every, this way. <laughs> everybody secretly wants to get an MVP. You know what I mean? Like you want to get an MVP. He, he, I, I could see him. He's gonna get the MVP, even though I think Patrick Mahomes should get the MVP. I, I think it's absurd. If he misses Patrick the Mahomes last doing. two or three games, he's not going he to win. It's, yeah. it's going to be Mahomes. His odds already yeah. moved from a favorite to an underdog. Mm. Really. Ooh. Yeah, it moved. It went from minus one fifty to plus one fifty overnight. Wow! Yikes. Yeah, breaking you know, news, dude. Yeah, Chris Sims is high fiving himself. You know, he's not high fiving himself. Kick. He's doing a lot nastier things to himself because nobody else will. No, not one person. Him and Jared Kushner apparently pen pals. Just putting it out there. But in the internet, Chris Sims is it. illiterate. He has somebody write stuff for him. <laughs> Yeah, Chris Sims, by the way, uh, the reason we're trashing him is, is he said Lamar Jackson should be a wide receiver. And he also said that that Jalen Hurts is not the MVP, not even in the contest. And they named he had Zach guys. Wilson as the QB one of that class. So that I'm, tells I'm you sorry. everything. you need to know. Yeah, I'm sorry. OK, um, but, but Zach Wilson you, makes me so angry. Just so he's, he's uh, terrible. He had 22 points last week. It was bizarre. That was Dude, not, it's I mean, so it was, weird, too, because he ends up with like Detroit, decent. Though. He de- he ends up with decent stat lines. He bothers me so much. He's like, bad. yeah, it just it, they're like horrible. Uh, the, I I don't know if we showed the montage on this show, but there's there is the funniest montage of his like <laughs> horrible his, highlights. His blooper reel is longer than those eight hour like Zen tracks on YouTube. Right. <laughs> like the the brownian right. noise. It's like. Like you get right. like twelve straight hours of it. It's like no, that's just Zach Wilson's blooper reel from two right. seasons in the NFL. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I love this show, guys. 
I love this show. (laughs) I do have to ask you guys, what was your favorite NFL ending of the week? Because there is a, there was a hell of them, right? There was a all time greatest comeback uh, by Minnesota. Uh, field goal kind of, you know, not as exciting. But then there's also that that same night, the in the snow comeback by the Bills. You know, pretty good. That Then you have the insane uh, Patriots' minds are melting off and, like, the most un-Bill Belichick thing you could ever imagine happening. And, and then you get the, the, the iconic stiff arm. That should be the new logo of the NFL. Just Chandler Jones, Mac trucking Mac Jones with his arm. I mean, uh, which one of these three or, or there's another one? to a better guy. <laughs> Pick six to end the game. That's John's Jones, John Jones' brother, too, right? Yeah, oh, that's yeah, John he went, yeah, he went, he went full Johnny Bones on Mac Jones. It was a Jones on Jones crime. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hate Jones crime for sure. <laughs> but I forgot that, and I didn't want to bring up, but then the Cowboys lost on that crazy, you know, last second interception in oh. the end, you know, in in, in the uh, bounce in off that, of that Noah Brown me. and and back in the end that zone, you know. So, yeah, I didn't that think that's Bo's favorite, but Mike, how about you? What's your favorite out of all those games? I think the Minnesota one was the coolest to watch because it was just like there was just no way they were going to win that game. Like then they started like getting touchdowns and you're like, there's just there's not going to happen, you know. Um, But I think that Buffalo Bills game is up there with one of my favorite games all time in the NFL. I mean, that was just like such a cool game, like. Like there was just was so great. much drama, and then all of a sudden, like they keep showing the weather map, like, oh no, the snow has changed, dude. Like, like Here there's a timer the going on this thing too, man. Yeah. Like, this is going. How to many snow times did they yet? say lake effect? Right. If we had a lake effect drinking game, <laughs> we would almost be as inebriated as the people actually attending in Buffalo, almost as drunk as those people if we played the lake effect drinking game. Yeah, I never, I've never heard of anything where like the fans. Well, the were same thing happens in Cleveland on the same damn lake. Lake Erie is a great lake; it covers multiple states, and apparently, Lake Erie causes snow in Cleveland and Buffalo. And and it was, it's a different kind of snow, guys. That's all I heard yesterday. I was like, guys, it's like a snowstorm, but it's different because it's the lake effect. Yeah. It's snow. It's coming in off a lake. It's gonna be snowing because it's cold enough to snow. It it's not different from other snow. It just maybe snows harder. Yeah, we what get about snow the snowballs? here too. It's, that was funny. I would have done the same damn thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the snowballs that was insane, right? Like they they were. If you're Dolphins fans, you're chucking snowballs the whole time because they said it would be penalizing Buffalo. Get your ass beat for that. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. And then, yeah, all three. I mean, um, you know, the Cowboys won. Uh, you know, I mean, good on the Jags, like, dude. Like they, like they just speak on that one. What's that? I'd like to speak about that ending because it was a roller coaster of emotions for me. Because at the end of the fourth quarter, Cowboys are up thirty-four, thirty-one, and the Jags had one chance to to get there. And I'm like, I'm rooting for the Jags to tie that game because I'm two yards short on my part on my pick'em parlay. I had a five-leg pick'em parlay on underdog, and I had Dak Prescott over 257 and a half passing yards. He's sitting at 256 with a 34-31 lead with three minutes left in the game. And I'm thinking, oh my God, two passing yards. That's all I need is for the Cowboys to get the ball back. The Jags have all three of their timeouts. They can stop the clock and force the Cowboys to run a pass play. All you need is two yards. Well, they get they get the strip sack by Michael Par- Micah Parsons. I was like, oh, okay, good. 
They get to the third down, and Dak throws an incomplete pass. So the Jags get the ball back again. I'm like, okay, there's another chance burned. Now I need the Jags to make this miraculous get, get into field goal range to tie this up. And that's when the amazing pass by Trevor Lawrence happens uh, to Zay Jones there, where it goes through Wilson's hands and into Zay Jones's hands for the kid in the field goal range. I was like, all right, I'm actually cheering for Riley Patterson to make that damn field goal to send this game to overtime. So I have a chance to extend this parlay and they get to overtime. Jags get go three and out. They kick it to the Cowboys. I'm like, okay, here we go. I just need two yards. First, first play run to Pollard. Second play run to Pollard. Third play run to Pollard. We're third and third and three, right? I need two passing yards. Dak Prescott rolls to his left, slings it to Noah Brown, who wasn't even open. It was just a dot pass. Noah Brown's not looking for the pass. Bounces off his hands. Goes right to uh, the DB for who's in stride, running all the way to the end zone to end the game. And I spent 15 minutes with just needing two passing yards from Dak Prescott, and he got zero. Brutal. Through all that time. Through all that game time. 800 bucks. Two yards from 800 bucks. Yeah. Well, now, let every, me ask. Every, you, so, yeah. so, so I, 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 I was intrigued when I looked at that because uh, underdog has gone away. Uh, and then now, you know, GPP bang bros were G, GPP, you know, we're gambling bros like Maryland. We live like I can go back on underdog and start doing that. I, I just haven't been on that because they like, it was allowed, and then they took it away. And then now, you know, have they brought it gambling. back? Though, are you sure though? Because I think there was only a certain amount of licenses that were given, and I don't think Underdog got one of them. There was like eight approved betting companies, and Underdog—I didn't see their name on the list. Yes, yeah, like that's a- why I was wondering. How did you? What is it like? Is it different in California? Like you can—they well, we're not allowed. We're allowed to do everything under the sun except for bet on actual games. They can't do like drafting. We, we don't have sports books. We do mm-hmm. not have sports books, period, because the Indian casinos own the whole landscape. And mm-hmm. that was kind of what, what got why our, our ballot measure got shot down when everybody else in the country approved it is because our Indian gaming casino uh, gaming casinos, they own the whole state. They run mm-hmm. the state, they run the governorship, they run everything. And so when, when DraftKings and FanDuel come in from out of state and try to set up shop, they get squashed like little bugs. Like uh-huh. we're talking Millions and millions of hundreds of millions of dollars on both sides spent to move the needle. And it, it, at the end of the day, the Indian casinos had more clout and more respect from the people who live here. And they squashed DraftKings and FanDuel. We didn't hear a peep out of those two companies the entire campaign trail. Not a single peep out of those specific companies. And so we don't have the gambling. So I have I have Underdog, I have DraftKings, I have FanDuel, but not the Sportsbook right. apps. I have the apps. Because but they, but they let apps. you do player props on Underdog. Yeah, but it's pick them parlays. So you're, you're not pick doing parlays. individual. You're not doing individual props. Okay, going, so, so what did you bet on that? Spending. You bet 40? 40 to win 800. It's a five-legger, <sighs> so you're winning 20x. And I hit four out of five. And the the fifth leg was well, the third leg was Dak Prescott. And of course, I had Derrick Henry and uh, and Mike Williams go later, and they both hit. Mm-hmm. But I had the under on Tua on Saturday night that hit. And I had I had another over that hit. And then Dak, I thought for sure was going to hit, and he missed by two yards. 
So know, yeah, and the, double whammy. It's it's my favorite team. I'm watching my favorite team blow a 27 to team lead, 27 to 10 lead to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. So insult to injury, much there it is. Mm-hmm. Two, and if you see in the Tua hit early, and then of course the Dak overtime game uh, spilled into Derek uh, into Mike Williams' window and Derek Henry's mm-hmm. window. Yeah, and they both hit too. That's 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 crushing. Pain. That is that's pain. That is pain. So, so Bo's favorite my, was not that favorite, game. No, my favorite team got bounced. I mean, it didn't hurt their playoff chances too much. They actually clinched the playoff berth with the the Giants went over the Commanders, but uh, still, to watch your favorite team lose in that dramatic fashion, and for that exact play to squash an eight eight hundred dollar winning parlay, it hurts. I'm still in pain. I, I I was gonna use this on three tweets, but I have a better tweet, uh, so I'm, I'm not gonna need it. Uh, the tweet was the tweet was. I'll, I'll pull it up, Mike. Hold on, I get I got you. Which one? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Pull it up because uh, this is exactly how I feel about what is going on in the National Football League right now. It's about the Lions and the Jags. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, pull I, that, Jamie. Up. Yeah, but a lot of crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't give a f- about the records. Just put the Jags and the Lions in the playoffs, dude. <laughs> like these they teams have are so many, hot. so many tweets, so many because they score points. I mean, these offenses, yeah. Jared Goff scoring points. Like you, everybody forgets Jared Goff is the top overall pick, and got, almost got ruined by Jeff Fisher. Got saved yeah. by Sean McVay. Sean McVay threw him away after one bad season. He had some really good times with the Rams before he had that he one trade bad him, season. Trade back for him now. He needs it. Yeah, yeah, yeah gets, he needs it. Well, I mean, they kind of want a Super Bowl of Stafford, and Stafford gets hurt, possibly career ending. The, the Lions are going to move on for move forward with a 26, 27 year old quarterback, Goff, who's still got chops, and now he's got a whole whole stable of receivers that can make plays, and he's got a running back that can really make plays. This team is set up for a while because they went through the trenches. They don't win through every anything else, but they they control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And yes, they do give up points through the air, but I bet you they're going to be drafting heavy DBs and linebackers in this next draft. And it's going to be exciting times in Detroit because they're set well, up. I'll well. tell you what, they don't have a good path. Uh, you know, the the Lions, yeah, I'm, I don't I, I have to go look at their schedule, but, um, you know, I think it's going to be hard for the Giants not to make it. The Cowboys are in, okay? Yeah. So, and the commanders with that tie too, all they really got to do is win one more too, uh, which I think they play the Brown. The, the commanders have a tough road because they play uh, the 49ers, 49ers and the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but they get the Browns in there. So right. get to Sean, get off my lawn, Watson. Their loss last night really hurt their chances. Well, let's really just be honest. Did you did you guys see the mugging that took place? That was definitely a roughing the passer. I know it was in the end zone, but he was uh, he was getting roughed. <laughs> so, uh, mean, he was so roughed. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. Yeah, the pass it, interference was an obvious one, and then the illegal formation on the Robinson touchdown run. Uh, Terry McLaurin said it himself that the line judge said you're good, and then threw the flag as soon as the ball was snapped. And like, I would have these, these, there's the refs are completely. They're not rigged. This game, there's no way the game's rigged, Stupid. but you know refs have have skin in the game. You, you know, know refs have skin in the game. If I was there and someone did that to me, 
Someone said to me, you're good, you're good, you're good. And then they threw a flag at me. I would have punched him in the face. Like, that's the thing that makes me so angry. Like, I asked you, motherfucker. Now nice. I'm going to come. I'm not asking you now. Next play, sweep jet right. Watch out. Here I come. Oh, I ran you over. You should have well, paid attention. What's crazy like, is fucking bullshit, McLaurin bro. McLaurin had no chance shit. on that play because of the motion to the other side. If he did move up more, they would have called the illegal shift because the other guy was in motion at the same time. Just the dumbest. He, people he ever. was he I was dead. As soon as he checked the one time and then and shift shuffled just a little bit forward, he couldn't move after that. So it was that was just he was fucked either way. It, it, I don't even care about the Washington Commanders. It's not even about that. It's just about the integrity of the game. When you're fucking up There's what no we integrity. love, and we know it shouldn't be that way. I know, I know. They're ne- this but, is no, an entertainment you, business. This is no different from the WWE, other than they do have less control oh, over the outcomes of the game. A lot more gambling on this than the WWE. I'll say that. Well, yeah, but it, oh. it's on us as gamblers to see the bullshit for what it is. And well, how to do you know who's going to get the bullshit each game? Like that's the problem. That's it's the so thing. bullshitty that you can't go. That's oh, why people go don't bet this. on WWE because <laughs> you don't know what kind of bullshit's going to happen. And that's well, that's I didn't what bet on the game last night. It's an entertainment business, it. but. I don't think it's corrupt up that high, but I do think no. that refs do it's have skin in the game where it's it's they're they're not incentivized to do a good job. No, they get to go to the they play don't have to they don't have to do in the playoffs. Why what would you do if you had no reason to have integrity in your job and you had no re and you had no repercussions for doing a shitty job? You keep your job no matter what. That's what we're saying. Are we talking about fantasy football? <laughs> they get paid though pretty good. They do, right? But They're there's also no repercussions for doing a shit job. Zero. You just don't get to go to the playoffs. That's about it. Like you just don't get picked to have extra so what? money. Yeah. I'm getting paid a good wage at, for a part time. They're not even full time employees, which is another part of the problem. And yeah, they, they can put skin hockey. in the game under like the, the players get. I mean, Calvin Ridley got suspended for a whole year for gambling on the sport, but you know, they're not scrutinizing officials betting slips like that. Cause Hey, call your cousin up in Florida and have him place a line. And that's it. Like there's like Ridley was dumb enough to use his own VPNs that were easily tracked and that would, raised a lot of red flags because these betting companies don't want to lose their contract with the NFL either. So they flag it. Yeah. Yeah. The refs just need to be full-time. Like you can't, you can't do this as a hobby as a, as a rich person. Like that's what it is. All these guys are rich. I'm an attorney and I'm bored. I'm, I got a lot of money and instead of going out and shooting guns, uh, I'm calling holding penalties for, uh, for my job. I'm not calling it. If it it kills my parlay. I was, I'm calling defensive holding on the Jaguars <laughs> in the overtime on third and three. Automatic first down. And yeah, uh, I saw I'm, I'm going to nudge Dak as I walk back past the huddle. Like, hey, Dak, make sure you throw a little screen on this next three one. Yards. Get at least two yards. My cousin in California, he needs two more yards from you. That's the, that's the day that, that Dak's mic'd up on the field. <laughs> yeah. Like, ref Jeff, just like, I need like three more three more ref yards. Jeff. Come on, Dak. What are you doing later? You got something going on? You, you busy after the game? <laughs> I, I, I would call him Rain. His name's Rain Dakota Prescott. I'm calling him Rain. Hey, Rain, I need uh, two more yards. Hey, Rain, give me two yards on this leg, play. 
right. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, so Mike, I never got your official answer because Bo cried his story about the Cowboys. What was your favorite <laughs> event? Was it the, the the Bills that game? That, that 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 I mean, the best. You know, I don't know. I think the most dramatic thing that happened was the Minnesota game. I mean, they didn't it, call that a touchdown on the return fumble too, down by all the bullshit that happened. Like they should have oh, scored man. on the defensive touchdown. That you, you, you had the momentum all go related. all the other way. It's all Not ref related. Fuck up. Oh, sorry. All right. Yep. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was crazy. Yeah, that that, that they, game shouldn't have been so They did it twice. They did it twice called inadvertent whistles when the literal cause of their job is saying, hey, the emphasis on, is whistle. on letting it play out so we can review it if it's messed up. You can't review it the other way with forward progress or, or an inadvertent whistle. They did it twice mm-hmm. where they were like blowing the whistle way before the play was over. Right. The mm-hmm. ball's on the ground. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, but I, I love them all. My, my answer is football, football, football. Um, yeah. And uh, apologies to the wives. I I, I just watched <laughs> football Saturday, Sunday. I'm going to watch it tonight, again Monday. Uh, I can't then, wait to show you my tweet. One of my yeah. three, the three tweets. It's so <laughs> funny. I'm very excited. So, all right, are you boys? I don't have the graphics this week because I had a really busy day at work. But uh, we can talk. Uh, we can get yeah. into The Wire, and then we'll get into uh, Elevate, Mitigate, Eviscerate, talk about DFS stacks of cash, three tweets. I do have three tweets. Uh, and then we'll get out of here. So uh, I'll start with Mike Cash Collins, who is somebody that you're picking up uh, in the on The Wire. QB running back, I'll let you pick across the board. You can go first. Okay. Um, so this week, you know, it's Brock Purdy's probably on the, the wire still. And, uh, man, I, I, I'm just so excited about that guy. I think, uh, I think the only other quarterback to have a QB rating of 115 or more in their first two career starts is Aaron Rodgers. So seems, seems good. Yes, trending no trending drink. well. <laughs> we told we told you guys to pick him up last week. I, I think he's, I think he's. We uh, all told you. you know. All three of these guys here in this screen told you to pick up Brock Purdy last week, and I hate yeah. Brock Purdy. I think he's trash, but you still should have picked him up. <laughs> There's a caveat yeah, I, there. I, I I will say, Commanders. I don't know. That's a, a they are a really legit defense. Um, but I don't know, man. The 49ers, uh, you know, if you're str- you can be you can be at this place in the playoffs and have ha- not have that guy like Joe Burrow that you're just starting every week and Brock Purdy. Um, yeah. like my wife, she lost Kyler Murray and she has Deshaun Watson, um, and Brock Purdy. And we're, we're probably gonna do a Brock Purdy. Like I think we are, you know, because he's just playing. That makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's 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 the same QB as last week. Um, you know, at this point, I had a, I wrote a line last night. It was published today in the in the Fantasy Pros waiver wire article of Fitz and Debro, and I said it's like Brock Purdy is living in a snow globe. It's perfectly insulated. It's a magical winter wonderland around Brock Purdy. And we're at the end of the day, fantasy football is all about the box score and Brock Purdy can look like he can't throw more than five yards down the field with any kind of accuracy or poise, but the dude has moxie and he has his charisma and his team loves him. And he's got weapons coming out his ears in a perfect offensive system. He's living in a snow globe guys. Yeah. I like that. And he's putting up numbers. He has six touchdown passes and a rushing touchdown. And one pick in three games. 
Right. That'll pay the bill. And the right. Bosa, Bosa likes him a lot too. Uh, he was saying afterwards, yeah, he was saying he, he watched him stay on the field and greet every lineman when he came off after the extra point, which you got to respect the, this, that. This neck of the woods the- right now, they already forgot about Jimmy G around here. Good, good. It's Brock, good. it's BCB all day, every day over here. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I think the 49ers really have, uh, they're going to be, uh, if Jalen Hurts, what's that? Are they your Super Bowl team in the NFC? You've, you've, you've hinted at that before. I've been, ever since they got McCaffrey, I've been thinking like, you know, when they had Debo and McCaffrey, I was just like, what is this team? Like, what is this? And, and the defense is all, you know, it's all good. Like. Like defense wins championships. They're holding teams to 17 points a game, right? Like you can yeah. be the anemic Ravens yeah, and, with Trent Dilfer as your quarterback and win a championship. Put a newborn baby back there and probably win football <laughs> games because <laughs> I was looking at it since they acquired since they acquired Christian McCaffrey or since he became a full time starter uh, week eight. Their DVOA combined between offense and defense. So offense, defense, special teams. They're first in the league in offensive DVOA. They're first in the league in, in defensive DVOA. They're seventh in special teams DVOA. Their combined DVOA is twice as high as the next highest team since week eight, mm. which is mm, the Eagles. They're ro- they're rolling like nobody can stop them. Right. And Christian McCaffrey is the catalyst because how do you cover a guy who can play every offensive position and beat you from every offensive position? Mm-hmm. And not even saying in a couple of weeks when they get Debo back, it's going right. to be even scarier again because they still have Ayuk and Kittle. Right. Ayuk and... Yeah. This, this so, team is uh, just loaded on both sides of the ball. Uh, speaking of both sides of the ball, see what I did there? Uh, yeah. Um, r- running back-wise, is there anybody... Bo, how about yourself? I'll, I'll pivot to you. In, in the quarterbacks, I don't think you know there's that many out there um, besides the purdy-turdy. But what about running backs? A- anybody catching your eye this week as your number one waiver wire ad? You know, uh, it's, it's kind of tough because running backs, it's kind of a tale of how much you want to spend. That's, that's kind of what, what I'm looking at. It's, it's uh, let me find, I'm going to pull it up here because I added, I think I added six. I'm looking at Khalil Herbert coming off the IR because he's better than David Montgomery. He's more explosive, more efficient, and he's due to come back. I think I can get a discount this week on Khalil Herbert keeping in mind that he might not be a hundred percent ready to go even against a tough Buffalo defense, but I'm eyeing that Detroit matchup for week 16 in the championship round. But I don't have to spend a lot of fab to get Khalil Herbert or he might be on my IR already stashed because you know, I, I had tons of Khalil Herbert in the preseason. A lot of Khalil Herbert. Like I'm looking, but he's 39% rostered on, on Yahoo. And so there's still availability there. On the, in in most redraft leagues to go get Khalil Herbert off the waiver wire, which just blows my mind that you wouldn't have this guy stashed on your IR with how good he was playing. But I like this, that. what I can't ignore is the fact that a high ankle sprain for Jonathan Taylor means that these two Colts running backs are going to be top priority ads. And a lot of people are going to flock to get Deion Jackson. I think that's a mistake because we just saw Zach Moss carry the ball 24 times and even though it's yeah. only three yards a carry 24 does, carries in an nfl football game that that you can get for cheaper than deon jackson 
Uh, that's that's what stands out the most for me. Zach Moss right now, 2% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Oh, my gosh. And they the, get the Chargers next. Guys, the mm-hmm. Chargers. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. smart. Your semifinal like matchup. Two percent guys, two percent roster just carried the ball 24 times for a team that loves to run the football. Jeff Saturday has no clue what he's doing out there, except he's gonna go rah rah, punch you in the mouth, and we're gonna lose. But we're gonna rah rah punch you in the mouth, win or lose. And Zach Moss is that guy they didn't have the first time JT went down. That's why Deion Jackson won us matchups earlier in the year because they was the only guy they had left. Mm-hmm. Now they have Zach Moss as that physical running presence. He's not good, but the Chargers aren't good against stopping those physical running backs. Mm-hmm. And then they get at New York, and then they finish up. If you're a Week 18 type team, type league, there aren't very many left out there, but they get the Houston Texans. So as far as waiver wire additions, Zach Moss is at the very top of the list. An honorable mention to Marlon Mack, who's become kind of a receiving option that you can get that was dirt my cheap guy. off the wire for Denver. Yeah. yeah, that was my guy. Um, love the the Zach Moss thoughts. I think. Uh, I guess where Zach Moss is from, guys. NorCal, North Cal. <laughs> he is from NorCal. <laughs> Everybody's from North Cal. Like it's like I, the I whole actually, I, I went Big out place. to drink. I long time ago, but I was about ten years ago. I went out went out drinking, and it was it was when Zach Moss was coming out of the draft out of the University of Utah, and I ran into his older brother <laughs> at a bar. And cool. he was talking all about his little brother, Zach Moss, from Utah. And it, like he's from Oakland, California. I'm like, hey, buddy, North Cal. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm a gangster. I'm a real gangster. I was like, that's how you know you're not a gangster is when the guy's calling himself a gangster. But he said, hey, watch out for my little bro. And I was like, oh, is, is your little brother from the hood or is he your actual brother? He's like, oh, no, he's my little biological brother, Zach Moss. And I was like, yeah, I know Zach Moss. I'm an Oregon Ducks fan. He tore my Oregon Ducks apart a couple times. But Zach Moss, I've been trailing him ever since he was at Utah, and he's he's been run through the motions. It went to Buffalo, got got shelved a few times in Buffalo, found his way. Yeah, it was his team, uh, you know, early last year, and and he kind of got it siphoned away, you know, by yeah. Devin Singletary. But uh, I agree, underwhelming. He's been underwhelming as a pro. Yeah, uh, underwhelming. But I I do think what you said. I do. I think he fits with Jeff Saturday. And, um, you know, at this point, too, when you're talking about the wire, it's really, you know, you got to get guys, whether you want to start them or not, it's, you know, you are playing defense now. Like, you can't let other people get these guys, you know. So all all, all the guys that were named, I think Marlon Mack, too. uh, It's it's cool, man. It's cool to see, uh, you know, the the guy uh, being relevant again. Uh, Last week had what was like a 60-yard touchdown um you know puts up another 16 point ppr performance you know he's getting he's getting the mike boone role so um yeah, yeah i think he's a, a, a you know worthwhile addition as well kind of yeah, in the same like breath that. as zach moss as tyler algier too um oh, algier yeah. is coming in at 37 percent rostered uh, I think he'll cost a little bit more because, I mean, people have been talking about him more of the season than they've been talking about Zach Moss for sure. But Algier just had a huge game. It was 139 yards on his first career 20 fantasy point performance. Uh, he got more carries than Cordero Patterson. Mm-hmm. And that that is noteworthy yeah, in an like offensive run. They run the piss out of the ball there. Oh, yeah, they look they like to run it a bit. They're they're losing and they're still running the piss out of the ball. Right. Yeah, it's 
bloody blokes. It's terrible. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, let me tell you who I think, and I'm glad I saved this for me. Boys and girls, in case you can't see the purple, it's the Vikings purple. Uh, and it's uh, going to go to, to our boy, KJ Osborne, who, by the way, I played him in two fancy playoffs this week. Nice. One of them was stacked with Kirk Cousins. How you like that? How you like wow. that? Wow. I like that. Oh, yeah. I love the play. I'm going to win. I scored 200 points. So mm, Osborne was KJ on my Osborne. bench in half my leagues. KJ Osborne, boys and girls. It's a little too late for some of us in like leagues like Bo and I. And if you're in a league with us, he's not available. But yeah. maybe yeah. you're in another league with some other losers. Get KJ Osborne. Oh, I think he's out there for sure. You yeah, know? I know he is in loser leagues. So. Not in the fantasy millionaires. What mm. do you guys think about Rashid? Uh, Rashid Shahid? Is it Rashid Shahid or Rashid Shahid? Yeah. Rashid Shahid. Thinking of, uh, yeah. He's a he's yeah. a mercenary. He's out there just catching bombs. Yeah, he catches eighty nine yards touchdown. I had right. one share of Shahid in 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 GBP Bros last. Week. I only I run. I, I, that, that's what I sucks. only run goes. <laughs> uh, dude, I had so I had such a bad week, and I had so much Shahid and Zay Jones. Oh, I don't understand how I did so bad. Well, I I think here's the thing too. I I had a lot of. I had a lot of, of, of Jalen Hurts stacked with A.J. Brown, and somehow the rest of my lineups were just trash. That, so, that's how you made your 16 bucks, your cup of coffee? Uh-huh. It was a Jalen Hurts one. Oh, yeah. I had tons of Jalen Hurts. And and then it was a lot of letdown from, from some of the big price payups, you know, across the board. They just didn't get you there. So, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? Zay Jones, I had a bunch of Zay Jones. Mixed in with my flames. Yeah, Zay Jones <laughs> saved me. And by the way, it's six to six to three in the GPP Bang, Bang Bros competition. Next year, though, we're bringing in Money Metal Cakes and we're bringing in Jorge. Um, we'll see if Danny wants to get involved, but that'll be the last three guests on the show. Uh, we had uh, two weeks ago Money Metal Cakes, John Alville from Junkies. We had Jorge Martin uh, from everything he's doing. Uh, and then we have my friend, La Familia. And then we have my friend here, Mr. Bo McBigtime, Bo McBrayer. Um, he, this is the three man GPP Bang Bro, but we'll bring them in. Because they are definitely GPP Bang Bros, and it's only like ten bucks a month, and we just or ten bucks a game, and we'll settle up at the end of the year. We didn't even settle up from last year, so let's go back and settle up from two years. Uh, I think Collins, we all owe him some money. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. I went. I went on a hot streak at the end of last year for sure. You won like eight in a row. Um, he's, uh, but he's good to quite good guys. Yeah, he's good. Um, but this year, the, the six fact to that six he hasn't three. been on chalk blocked as often really hurts my feelings. Well, he, he oh, I'm going to do it. I, I, you, I, you just got to let my kids grow up a little bit more, and then I'm going to be, you know, I'm podcast city, you know? Yeah. Like right sure. now, they're, uh, my wife has them locked in the bedroom because everyone's sick, and it's just like, it's like code red in here. Like, uh, I've never done this before. I'm so nervous. Like, at any point, you know, I could start hearing, ah, Ah, so a little bit, uh, you know, they're five and four, a couple more years. I won't have to sweat this stuff, but so, so here's the truth. I have my kids go to bed. It used to be earlier, eight 30 and nine o'clock. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. I used to make them go to bed at eight and eight 30. And man, when Mike's a, a, a late, a later guy, you know, his family just in general is later. My wife's an earlier person. So man, getting your kids to bed early. It's a life hack because then you have more I guess, but it doesn't yeah. really matter because they sleep the same amount of time. So 
well, whatever you front, it's it's about waking up on the front end right that's the hard part if you if you do that with them you know you got to get up with right them like i don't I, I don't want my kids waking up at six like i get up yeah. at like seven and then i get an hour and it's my time and i yeah, love so that you hour. like your hour in the morning mm-hmm. um like here yeah yeah i i like it at night because like tv's on at night and games are on at night and things are you know things that you want to entertain like i'm done by the end of nine o'clock get the fuck to bed is the book we're reading because i'm <laughs> done with you you are done with me it's a happy family if you stay away from me and let me enjoy because i've been working my ass off from 6 a.m when i'm out with the dog to my job to talking on the radio whatever it is so you know uh, I'm I'm reading that every night. Get the fuck to bed at nine o'clock. You know, but you're better man. You guys are both better men than me. Uh, so, all right. Anybody else you're picking up from the wide receiver category? Because there are some other bust out performances this week. You know, and I don't know if they're going to be longevity wise. But anybody else, Bo, on the on the tip of your tongue, you want to grab Russell Gage? Maybe I don't know. Why Russell Gage? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I love Elijah Moore assuming that Mike White gets cleared for his ribs by Thursday. Mm. Um, that's that's for me. Elijah Moore has been way underutilized all season. He's finally got usage back. He actually got pretty good exposure um, with 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 uh, Zach Wilson yesterday. But uh, the upcoming schedule for the Jets is Charmin Soft. Like this is mm. league winning championship territory for early for finishing schedule. Uh, home against Jacksonville at Seattle. It doesn't get any better than that, guys. Even if Zach Wilson is the starter for this Thursday game against the Jags, I'm playing Elijah Moore. As, ever since he took over that slot role with a growing uh, target share, he's electric. He's unstoppable on the field. It took them all year to figure it out. And now we're fi- we've finally seen the, the idea behind drafting him in the first place. And I have him all over the place, and I'm finally getting a chance to use him. But he's coming in at 36% rostered, which is way too low. Lots of people dropped him when he had his little tiff with Robert Sala. It reminds me a lot of Brandon Ayuk from the same coaching tree uh, getting doghouse last year by by Kyle Shanahan. I don't like when they do that. That bothers me for for fantasy stability. It's just old school football coach stupid shit. It doesn't make any damn sense. Play your best players. Yeah. Speaking of that, the, the Washington Commanders are finally getting Jahan Dotson some more run again. He's healthy. Collins, you, you picking him up? He had six targets, four receptions, over a hundred yeah. yards. Yeah. Jahan's- yeah. I mean, he he uh, he doesn't have the same connection with Heineke as McLaurin, but man, he was electric at you know the first four games of the season, and then he got injured, and then Heineke took over. And, you know, they have Curtis Samuel, so just a lot of mouths to feed. But uh, he looks to be like he's a problem in his own right. Um, you know, he great route runner. He's got, he's got six. Everybody else has three or three or three or two or one. So wide receiver wise. He, he, so he leads the team in touchdowns. He's got, he, uh, McLaurin in, has three. In wide receivers. Yeah, wide receiver. Samuel has three. McLaurin has three. He's got wow. six. Jahan Dotson right. has doubled there. So that's a, you know that 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 she tells you all right you there. need to know right there. Like that guy is, uh, you know, he's special. So I I, I think, you know, I, I I would definitely pick him up if he's available. Yeah. No, no. But but any other wide receivers before we pivot to tight ends? There's not many tight ends, but you know, what's a tight end to be? Having? Yeah, I don't have any good tight ends. So wide receiver Elijah Moore and. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Traylon Burks. Well, there's a couple good. Well, there's one. 
Yeah. What were you going to say? No, good. No, you good. I was going to say for, for, for tight ends, I mean, he's been featured on the wire before, but he's back. Juwan Johnson. Yes. Uh, I mean, yes. that guy, how many yes, touchdowns back, does he have? Back, like back, seven back. or eight? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's cru- him and Kelsey are the only tight ends with seven or more touchdowns this year. Yeah. Right. He's got he, he crushes it when he's healthy. I love so, that. Yeah. I, I, you know, he's a no brainer, like smash, get like, that's a plug and play. Like he, he is automatic. Like, you know, everybody sucks at tight end. There's just like one good tight end. His name's Travis Kelsey and everybody else is just like, it's such a crapshoot man. Juwan Johnson is, is like automatic dude. Put him in your lineups. If you get them, um, I'm interested to hear what Bo has to say. Uh, and we didn't finish this discussion too. You were mentioning Elijah Moore. I don't think Mike White is going to be ready. Like he crushed his ribs. Like I, I like they're cracked. Like bad. Like multiple ribs. So I don't. I'm expecting from what, him. From what I heard though is okay. that everybody on the team wanted him to be able to play except for the doctors. They would not clear him for contact on Sunday. And he right. was everybody's ready to go. He's practicing in full. He wasn't taking contact, of course, because he wasn't cleared, but everything was a full go, full go, full go. They probably got even assurance that the doctors were going to sign it off. And on Sunday, on Saturday night, when they had to get clearance for contact, the doctors were like, no, sir. And that, mm-hmm. it just ticks me off because, you know, these doctors aren't under as much scrutiny as these players and well if, and that's why he wants though, to go out there let him go out there it's 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 just four more it's days so I, more than anybody else's he's it's thursday night that they're playing again so i just yeah. i don't know yeah. I, i'm i'm i cash has got him trending towards not playing that's where that's what i'm thinking but the person i wanted to mention it's just been interesting i don't know you've been you know your gpp bank bro you're doing your red zone i know you like to do all 22 Tell me what you think about CJ Uzama because all of a sudden he he seems like he's taking Tyler Conklin's spot from him. Like he's becoming the pass catching. I don't know. I mean, that's it's just over the last two games. It's something. It's a trend. Well, look at look at his usage though. He's he caught two touchdowns yesterday, and I think those were two of his three targets the whole game. He doesn't two, get two open. He, yeah, two targets, two touchdowns. He's going to score some touchdowns. He's a tight end. That's just what they do. They show up every six weeks, and it's like the moon cycles. You get, Every four weeks, the guy scores a touchdown on the, the waning gibbous moon. It's like it's you just can't predict it. And Uzama, the, I thought, was going to be a better receiving option in the preseason. And Conklin being there just kind of split their usage too much for my liking. I like both of them individually, but on the same team, it just kills the, both of their values. And that's what we yeah. saw is everybody loading up on Conklin because Zach Wilson was starting because he had that one two touchdown game. Well, you can't guarantee that those two touchdowns are going to come to the same tight end. And you saw CJ Uzama get open twice in an entire football game. They ran 12 a lot yesterday, a lot of 12 personnel, both Conklin and Uzama on the field. And Ozama happened to score both touchdowns and you just tip your cap and say, well, process over results. The results well, were two touchdowns for <laughs> Ozama. He is not a good receiver. He gets open for busted coverage. Both those touchdowns. He was all by himself. Right. 
So that happens. You, like people Hoffman were convinced Miles Gaskin was well. good last year when all of his touchdowns were on wide open plays. I I just I'm just wondering if there's uh changing of the tight end guard. Well, just situation. because Zach Wilson's playing. Just because of Zach Wilson. Like, you know, people have the players that they look at, you know, and there's only four targets to tight ends in that game anyway. anyway. But yeah. Well, uh, can I can I upgrade our, our tight end target then? What about Darren Waller being back? I think if I he's mean, out there, if he's out there, yeah, but people could have dropped him because he'll be out there. I mean, I, gra- I grabbed him in uh, crab cakes. Yeah, see, he was out there. See, see, Darren Waller. He should be picked up in all leagues, by the way, kids. Just, it's just a, we knew for three days he was getting activated. So it, that shouldn't that should never that shouldn't even be possible. But it, it will be, though. You know he's going to be crazy. available in some yes. today. Obviously, if Darren Mark Waller's on the wire, you spend as much as you can to get him because get there are no him. tight ends out there. Mm-hmm. No, no. I started him yesterday in GPP. Still didn't do good. <laughs> Me, I did too. I had so much Waller. Oh and I, for oh the second God. straight week, I had leveraged J.K. Dobbins on, on my combined slate. And it don't matter. Dobbins goes no. for 100 yards. Waller catches the touchdown. And I still lose because I had so many snowflakes mixed in. You're you're Pete Oversetting it everywhere else. So no, I went I went so heavy on Miles Sanders in such oh, a stunning so matchup. He don't give so a shit I. about your fantasy team, by the way. Well, I know he, he doesn't give a shit, but that. he's been money all year long. And what a what Lost a day to shit the bed when games. he's the chalk that I want to eat. I'm eating all the Miles Sanders chalk, which wasn't even that heavy, by the way. I thought I was I yeah, was twelve like percent, twelve percent, twelve percent Miles Sanders. Hell yeah, let's go. They're playing the damn Bears. And he had like eight carries through three quarters. And then had one catch for negative 13 yards and a fumble lost. Gross. Every one of my lineups, you know, uh, you know, like my, my, you know, millionaire contest lineup, you know, the $20 ticket uh, had Miles Sanders. Like I either had Isaiah Pacheco, Miles Sanders, or both. And it was just rough. I warned everybody about Pacheco. So <laughs> I went, I, I didn't, I had a few shares of Pacheco, but I went full bone with McKinnon. Zero. Did not yeah, matter. Me too. I, Zero I didn't have any. Why, why would you, why would you think he wouldn't be able to run against Houston? It's, like, it's not what do you that. think? It's the red zone usage, the green zone usage. It's the passing volume. It's exactly. a bunch of other things. He gets it's, all the kit. He's the he's a decimal back. Mike. It's a new term on stochastic called a decimal back that somebody introduced. If they run for 89 yards, then you look in their box score, fantasy box score, they get 8.9 points. Like, that's what they get. They don't get you catches. They don't get you touchdowns. He's a decimal back right now. He needs to graduate to being a, a full-fledged PPR back if you're going to play DraftKings or you're going to play fans, you know, full PPR. So, my, I mean, my, my, my thoughts were just, it's Houston. They are the worst in the league against the run. This isn't going to be a close game. McKinnon is their playoff back. They're not going to need like it's time to like, and plus you know Pacheco is going to break a sixty yarder one of these times. Like it's he's so due for it. He has no vision. He he could have the biggest hole alive, and he would probably crash into the back of his lineman anyway. He's a four yards in a cloud of dust. But here's the thing. So Isaiah Pacheco, actually, if you look at their rushing numbers, he outrushed him 52 yards to 86. He had five more carries than him, 5.7 yards per carry. But then you, you go over to what matters. 
And McKinnon had eight targets, eight receptions, 70 fucking yards, right? Right. And a touchdown. So, like, that's where the money's made, boys. And 5,200. 5,200, too. I mean, I did a lot of McKinnon because I was like, all right, maybe it's not going to be a Pacheco day. Maybe it is going to be a McKinnon day. But I just, I was way more on the Pacheco Pacheco side. Did I I nail that game or what, Scott? Did I nail that game? You should have bet it. You should have bet it. You can't. Sorry. Hey, I told everybody to bet the Vikings money line when they were down 17 nothing, not knowing that it would eventually be 33 nothing at halftime. I even tweeted, I was like, time to hit that Minnesota money line. It was 17 nothing in the first quarter. I was like, this that. is a good time to do it. And it's, it was plus 1200 when I looked at it. All right, we yeah. gotta stay. We gotta stay on track because me, yeah. us three, we're gonna t- we're, we could talk. We'll forever. Go through elevate, yeah. mitigate, of this rate quickly, and then. But we'll defense play. too. Who do you guys like? Tennessee versus Houston. I mean, you seem like you, you, you like you think Houston's a juggernaut now, Bo. You you like Tennessee's defense this week? Eh. No. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be a trap game for Tennessee? Tennessee can't be trapped. They're not good. Mm. <laughs> Well, the quarterback has a sprained ankle right now. That's that's a problem. Yeah, you know? sprained ankle all year, and I mean, Derrick Henry can't carry that whole team by himself because until they get Traylon Burks back, they're a shell of themselves, and they, they should get him back. But yeah, that's a bad back. matchup. It's a bad matchup for a Tennessee team that's already one dimensional in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I like the Broncos at the Rams a lot. We talk about benching the Broncos. If Broncos they are, at the Rams for sure. Pick them up. What the fuck, right? Yeah. So also the Buccaneers with the Cardinals. If the Buccaneers got dropped because you know they kind of sucked against uh, Joe Burrow, you could you know probably not gonna start them against Joey B. Get them. Those are those are two of the ones that I would say because like the Lions against- at Carolina. Love I love that the Lions defense Ooh. is playing really well. Yeah. Jeff Akuda. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we, we we've been talking a lot about. It. Let's jump to elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. But we're gonna I'm gonna do this in a, a style we did kind of recently where I, I give you uh, who would you rather play in the situation. Um, we'll we'll start with, for, for you know a little, little either or. Um, but we'll start with with Collins here. Uh, do you, would you start uh, Collins? Aaron Rodgers is he back for you? He's got Christian Watson, the TD machine. He's playing. Some team named Miami. Never heard of them. Um, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers this week? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's I'm I'm I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna have a nice uh what is it? Is it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I don't know which day he plays, but day. Um is it day? Christmas Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be uh I think it'll be a closer game. He's got tops coming back, and uh I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, old A. Raj is able to to put together a nice, solid stat line. Um, I, I I I would expect Miami to win the game, and and it'll be a, a bit of a shootout. So I think it's a good opportunity to take advantage of Aaron Rodgers in this one. Both seems he's simpatico, Trubo. I thought it was an either or. What was the other choice? No, that was it. You start him or you not. That's either. Or. <laughs> That's like yeah, we didn't have a list. We no, were were yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to like give each of you the chance to, to say yes or no first. That's okay. what I meant by either or. I, I'm going to give okay. you the guy. I'm sorry. I wasn't clear. I'll give you okay. the guy and then you can say yes or no. You're starting. That's so, always changing right. the rules midstream. I'm, I wasn't clear when I communicated. No. Um, next, we have Najee Harris, Pittsburgh Steelers versus uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Bo, to you. Are you starting Najee? Is he one of your boys this week? 
yeah, he's he's volume based. He's been more efficient. This offensive line has played better the last couple of weeks. Uh, Kenny Pickett on the field doesn't do anything for that offense. He had four touchdown passes all year long. It's the Najee Harris show. Uh, Deontay Johnson had a quietly nice game, but this still this whole team runs through Najee Harris and then TJ Watt on the other side. So yes, you're starting Najee Harris, especially against a Raiders team that can't stop anybody. Would you yep. start Jerick McKinnon or would you start Najee Harris if you had one one shot, one life to live, Bo, in the playoffs? Who are the Chiefs playing? Chiefs are up against – let me scroll. Seattle. Scroll, scroll. I'm playing McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Seattle. McKinnon. Huh? Yeah, the Seattle, who's dead last against uh, receiving running backs. I, I think I like that. I think I like that a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. I did give you an either or in there. Look at that. I snuck it in. Collins, are you going Najee or would you go McKinnon? How would you play that? You know what? I think the floor is safer with McKinnon just because of the target. So um, it's a tough call, though. I mean, I, I think uh, Najee has, you know, he, he's really come back to life and he had a foot injury. And yeah. this is what always happens uh, in the NFL. You know, you especially with players you spent high draft capital on, you, you get so frustrated with them and you don't realize like these players heal. Like they get better. Like his foot is better. And now, like, he's Najee Harris again. Like, it, you're right, Bo. Like, that team needs him to be who he's supposed to be. And he's, he's, he, he's starting to look like what we saw of him last year. Um, so it's, I think it's just another hit I had last <laughs> yesterday and it still didn't win anything. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I, I played some yeah. Najee too. Bo and I both liked him in 5,700. Here's my issue with Najee, right? The targets, the targets, they're not there. They're not there at all. This year he's got 40 fucking targets. Last year he had over 100 targets. He's not yeah, going to over. bummer they're not taking advantage just, of him. Like and listen, it was because of Ben Roethlisberger's, his, his lack of mobility. Right. And, and also he would ad lib and he would do what was best for the team to get the ball down the field. He knew how to do it. He'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get sacked. Yeah, there's the ball. Right? He'd do it all the time. So uh, now Kenny Pickett and, and then you know Mitchell Trubisky, they're getting sacked. So right. it's it's a it's a negative play as well. They're not even turning it into a positive where Ben would be smart enough to get it out. So, um, yeah, I'm going to leave McKinnon. All right, I, I've got another one, and, and then I, I'm, I'm going to uh, give this one to you, Collins. Uh, George Pickens, would you start two uh, players from the same game? Is this going to be a shootout, basically? I'm, I'm asking about the game script now. We're going to get into the theory here. H how are you seeing this Pittsburgh game? Because they don't, they don't shoot very much. Like, can you trust Pickens, you know, in, in this matchup? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, uh, I think getting Kenny Pickett back is is the difference there. Um, you know, he they, they they love each other. I mean, they have an obvious connection, and when he uh, is behind center, I mean, you, you just saw um, you know the Pickett to Pickens connection just flourish. So. Um, I, I honestly think that this will be a good game. You know, the Ve Vegas sure. is, you know, continues to just be in every game, put up a lot of points and give up a lot of points. Yeah. Give up a lot Eight. of points. And they, you know, they're, they're uh, a secondary that is not going to do anything versus somebody with that kind of talent. So I, I like it. Yeah. Bo, you, you playing him or no? I haven't, I haven't wanted to play George Pickens since week seven. And he hasn't been targeted more than six times in a single game since week five at Buffalo. Is that bad? We're talking, we're talking about a guy who's extremely talented but does not score fantasy points. So, no, I'm not starting him. 
Byron yeah, Pickens. There's no chance. A seven, two targets two, three weeks ago for one catch for two yards. Next, the week after that, three targets, three catches for 78 yards. That's still only 10 points. Five targets yesterday for two catches, 53 yards. That's five fantasy points or seven fantasy points. It's, he's not startable. As much touchdown as he loved the player, the prospect, he has to score a touchdown to make himself viable. He has two this whole season, two touchdowns all Are season they from long. Kenny Pickett, though? Yeah. Okay. They're both from Kenny Pickett. Yeah, you don't want to start him. He's still, he's still not getting enough targets because even I mean, I hear what you're ridiculous, saying. Ridiculous catches count for the same as the same catch, whether he catches it with two hands or one hand, with the guy draped on him or wide open. It's the same scoring. No. And he doesn't score fantasy points, so no. Okay, so note to pick it. A, a guy we all can agree on, and I've been ringing the bell for him all year, and Bo has been finally coming around on him. Is Evan Ingram for the Jags? Uh, <laughs> Bo, can you finally co- just come out of the closet and say you're, you're going to play him this week if you got him? You're going to play him finally. Can you come out? Can you be honest. Uh, and just tell yourself against you're the play Jets, him? no. Not against no, the Jets. Yeah. no, not again, Bo. Wrong side of history, three weeks in a row. No, no, I played him through. I played him two weeks in a row. See, okay. I played him two weeks in a row. But the Jets defense kills anybody running routes. They are death to the passing game. So no, I'm not playing anybody after what we just saw the Jets do to a very high po- high high octane passing attack. You mean Detroit. the tight end who ran for a screen for a touchdown? That guy? The that was a beautiful guy? design play. Did you a, see that, that design? A, that was a white tight end. Just before went for a before that rampage. play, they had done nothing all game. But they and that was a beautiful design. The game, though. Right. And they did something. They scored the tight end, scored a lot of points in that game. Oh, come on, man. For the first time all Ingram, season. I'm, if, if, if he gets. Ingram would have dropped that game, pass. Guaranteed. I'm going to get a tattoo Guaranteed of, of his face on my ass. That's what I do. If he scores yeah. 20 points. Fancy points in this game. If he scores right more than ass, five, I'll I'll eat a hat. <laughs> this guy, I'm, just, I'm saying I played him what the last few hat you're gonna eat, Bo. Right. I no, just no, think no, he no. has a Kelsey like role. I said to mitigate him last week. He didn't have that great of a week. I mean, points, he's like yeah, 14, top 10. 14, 14 10. is great, right? I would so kill a man, a good hardworking man for 14 points for my tight end. Yeah, right. That. I mean, so. I, I, I'm you, and you disagreed with me, and you brought up the high volume of targets, and back. so that is why I'm saying go ahead. I mean, I think he's like lock and load on that. The way that offense works, when he's healthy, when he's on the field, uh, they're looking his way as much as they can throughout the game, and I don't think it matters who they play. Like he has, he just has a share of. The targets on that team. I would agree with you, except for against the Jets. Yeah, but the Jets have such a good secondary too. That's the other thing. It's like they're like they're gonna have to throw it. Like I feel like he's probably got the best chance out of any of the pass catchers. Yeah, you got to put Zay Jones out of business. He's been a monster this year, like ridiculous levels of Zay Jonesness. And so you got to stop him. On the other side, Christian Kirk in the slot. I know Reed won't be on him, and neither will Sauce. But you know, you got to put a man on him. And so. yeah, I, I'm just I'm not gonna stop playing somebody who's a top six tight end and, and I can't. Like you just right. I can't I can't do it. But tight ends are crazy. You could play Juwan Johnson instead of him, you know, and maybe do that if you had somebody like Juwan Johnson. I would I would tight consider ends that are the most matchup dependent position in fantasy sports. Also so, scheme dependent. You're, they could just hand the ball off to a running back and they go 80 yards. You're like, don't need the tight end then. You know what I mean? And so it, it, they're not they're like it's like when you go through your 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 you're in a gunfight. 
and you go through your like your first mag and you got to pull out the other those are your tight ends unless with travis kelsey you're just like oh look you've covered zay jones oh look you covered christian kirk oh look marvin jones is is on a fly route covered by a safety over the top oh look there's evan ingram underneath for 15 yards and then he's a fucking man beast who can just go at you you don't want to tackle him in the secondary that's the thing if he catches the ball and he's running at you he reminds me of, of shocky a little bit where he's just a big guy he's gonna use his body he's gonna body you he might have the flop the the, the flowing locks and and the, and the all the you know the screaming and stuff but he's got a big he's a big guy so i, I don't know I, I can't fade ingram either you know but i love i love that you know Bo will we'll tell you uh to fade him and if he's right he'll eat a hat so i'm gonna get you an edible hat though of made of edibles <laughs> all i know is that ingram is extremely matchup dependent the last two games he's had extremely favorable matchups and I've played him both weeks in DFS. I'm not saying I hate him Evan Ingram. I just think that he's not good enough to overcome a bad matchup. And we've seen I mean, the Cowboys the are great versus tight ends and he still got 14 points. So, I mean, they're not like against outside the line tight ends. He's they're amazing. It's inline tight ends because their linebackers are strong. Their slot corners are awful. So slot slot based tight ends, like, uh, like, your Evan Ingrams, they eat they eat the Cowboys alive because they're basically slot receivers. Ever since their injuries have happened to their nickel corners, we've been getting. I mean, we just saw Zay Jones do that to us three touchdowns and 100 yards, and it was. It's just you can't. They don't have the personnel to cover that guy in the slot, and so I I just think that if we're gonna pump the brakes on a slot based tight end like Ingram, who doesn't block ever, he can't block, and he can't catch. He has to be wide open. A bunch of times for it to work and this is not well, the that's the thing about a six five guy who runs a four four is that he does get he's open three and yeah. he's not quick he's just fast in a straight line he's and fast. he can't catch anything but there's lots of tight ends like him in the league now there weren't when he was drafted and that was why he was so special as a rookie for the giants it was he one of the best great. rookie tight ends ever uh, and that's when I had him, and that's when he cr he crushed me for years after that, where I, I was like, hey, I'm going to ride this wave with Evan Ingram forever and ever, and then after his rookie year, he just burned me repeatedly. So um, it just Most comes bitter. Out, dude. And he's, it's, I'm bitter. And he's, and he's, and he's, he, Evan Ingram had a special place in my heart because he helped me win a he championship that rookie it. year. He ruined it later. Unfortunately, he's turned into a player that I can't trust in a tougher matchup. He's got four inches on Michael Carter in the slot. If if Michael Carter goes up against him, he's their slot corner. I mean, maybe you don't put that guy. Maybe you put a linebacker on him. But you know, um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm I think I'm going to play him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tricks. I'm just way matchup driven at the tight end position. I just that's that's how I go with quarterbacks and tight ends in the fantasy playoffs. I'm looking for the best matchup. I don't care what their name is. I want to put on the field with the best chance to help me win. And Evan Ingram is better than a lot of the options out there. But if I have a choice, which I usually do because I, I, I draft heavy early tight ends. Um, I, I really don't see myself playing him over very many of the, the very good players. Like he's tight end four right now. And I still have, will have him ranked outside the top 12 this week. Hmm. Well, we're going to be here forever. If we don't jump to the, our next yeah. Uh, elevate uh we talked about we talked about the the, the rams or sorry the, the denver against the rams already so we don't, don't need to belabor that that kind of speaks for itself let's get to, to mitigate here and i'm going to do a quick round of mitigation yes no 
Give me a reason. Uh, are you mitigating Deshaun Watson against New Orleans, Collins? Yes, I am. And the reason why is, you know, again, uh, he he looks like he um, he's getting better, but he needs more games under his belt. And my main thing with him is I just keep he looks fine back there. Like he's like he's Deshaun Watson, like nobody's getting close to him. And it's just like, why don't you run, 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 run like he won't run. He's not running. So until I see it, until he figures out, you know, but even they were saying during the game, like he's lost confidence in himself. Like he had to go back and watch games as a Texan like he he's probably like it's been a long time since he's been on the football field like he's he's feeling how I felt yesterday after 150 of my lineups got zero cents like it messes with your head dude so I'm not doing it yeah yeah Yeah. Bo are are you risking your fantasy stakes on Deshaun massage Watson hell no no, for one reason slow eyes uh, we're talking about the same thing that happened to Russell Wilson this year, slow eyes, where something clicked where his processing of coverage and his receiving routes just doesn't match up. His timing's off, and obviously the game guy speed. hasn't played in two years. Yeah, game, game speed, speed no. and his eyes haven't caught up to the game speed yet. It's like he's going from the Mountain West to the NFL directly like Zach Wilson did. Is there's mm-hmm. It's just no comparison. It's a whole different sport. When you're out of the game for two years, it's not even the same sport to his brain yet. His eyes are not right. up to no speed problem. yet. And so guys are getting open. He's missing them because he's not throwing the ball on time. He's double clutching. He's he's pulling the Carson Wentz out there. And it works when you're as gifted athletically as he is. But um, no, I'm not I'm not staking my my livelihood on on the fantasy playoffs to a guy who I haven't seen catch up to the game speed yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. All right, uh, next next round, uh, I'm going to lead off here, and I'm just going to say mitigate the Washington Commanders running backs against the 49ers. I would mitigate any, um, <laughs> maybe not Terry McLaurin because you got to play him possibly, but a lot of the Commanders are downgraded to uh, doubtfully in your lineup because the 49ers, like you said, DVOA is solid, and you know, you know Heineke's going to get he's going to get sacked. Taylor's going to go downtown. He, he's just gonna he's gonna fumble. He's gonna, I bet you the 49ers have a defensive touchdown in this game. I bet that as an anytime score on DraftKings oh, Sportsbook. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a, a game definitely that he's gonna. He saw it last night with Thibodeau. I mean, he just he's unaware. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. So um, I think the whole how did Thibodeau fall so far in the draft? That just blows my mind. He's a awesome. It was he from LSU, Bama. Where is he from? Oregon Ducks. Oregon Ducks. Oregon Ducks. He just got one of those those SEC names. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but yeah, he got recruited by all those teams. He's a beast. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let me just ask you a question here, Bo. You talked about Evan Ingram. What about, what about Christian Kirk? He's one of our boys in DFS. You playing him against the Jets? No, no, yeah, I mean, you're out. Yeah, double out. Ooh, double out. Okay. All right. I mean, this is the thing. If you guys want to like get into the weeds, the Jets are good, right? If you've got Christian Kirk this season, and and he's he's got you to the playoffs probably if you're if you're here because you're in the playoffs. Uh, he he is he's a top twenty wide receiver. I mean, it's really hard to say no to him. Right. You burned you burned Tennessee and you burned Dallas. Big freaking deal. You burned he's the a top Jets. Top ten wide receiver, not even top twenty. He's top ten. It yeah. No. This is the, I think this in is the play. Doing it by matchup. 
the biggest call of the week, you know, is, crazy. is is benching Christian Kirk versus the Jets. Yeah, uh, yeah. fantasy millionaires on Twitter. This is hot fire. Yeah. This is a hot take, and Bo, you're you're co-endorsing because if it wasn't you here, Bo, I would not co-endorse this. I mean, I'm not co-endorsing it. It's I'm just, saying play Christian Kirk, but it's two against one. This is, this is the, I'm, I'm up against it here. I want to hear it. Why? Because we're in the, the fantasy playoffs. In the you, win, you win or you go home. You don't get shit if you lose in the semifinals. Like you're lucky you to get your money back in a league if you get to th- the win the third place game. Like this is not the week to be saying, "Hey, I'm going to take my chances against a corner who literally was not targeted a single time yesterday in Sauce Gardner, and then a guy who gave up very little to a very hot passing attack in DJ Reed Jr. on the other side." This secondary is death. It is X. And just because you burnt the Titans, who are one of the worst secondaries in the league, and the Cowboys, who are down three guys in their starting secondary for the game, like that doesn't mean you're going to go up against the Jets, who are the best secondary in the AFC, and, and you're going to put up points enough for me to win a matchup. So, no, okay. I'm not doing that if I don't have to. If you yeah. don't have to, don't do it. It's not, you don't it's have not that to. hard. If you don't have if to. You have depth. Depth. If you have depth, if you have depth, I'll don't say do it. To, to, to counteract my own point and to Sam Dunk home your point, uh, Sas Gardner, numero uno on PFF, right? Uh, and then Reed, he is number 18, and then Michael Carter is number 19. And so, um, that's they that's that's death. gross. That they is gross. Death. Yeah, that's not good. So maybe I'm going to pivot. The thing is, is like in some of these leagues, I can't. I have to start him because the other choice is something like um, Byron Pringle or uh, you know some right. It's only James. It's only if you have the depth to be able to make that that move. But but yeah, this is a hot take. You know what I mean? Like I've got. I'm in a. I'm in Bang Bros. Real Bros. Uh, leagues, <laughs> so many bros, you know. So, the Lions no, did he, not attack Sauce Gardner one time yesterday, not know, a single time. That. Christian I, Kirk I has been one of the great drafts of 2022, yeah, like, been got him late and so he has performed, you know. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like you said, would Bo, you, that's would you it, not play any of them, you wouldn't play any of them against them. I'll probably play. I played, Amon, I played Amon Ross St. Brown last week, he got me 15, 16, right? Right, I might go Zay Jones again. You know, Jones. He's bigger uh, than those guys too, though. I mean, if you if you if you want to, you know, they're got arms and, and they can do their hand placements, ridiculous. But none of those I mean, Jaguars guys, receivers are in the same stratosphere as Amon Ross St. Brown. So no, okay. that's, that's a good true. point. That's a good point. I that conceded. Yeah, conceded. I've got them everywhere. By the way. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just for me. You're you're not going after a defense like that with your fantasy life on the line. This is the most important week because a championship week, you're just laying your chips down and saying, "All right, all, we're we're both all in. Whoever has the best hand is the champion." This week, you can't make the, you can't win the championship if you lose the semifinal. That's just all there is to it. I'm, all I'm right, all you. right, tight ends. Bo, what do you think about your boy Dalton Schultz versus Philly this week? Mm, that's tricky. I like him, Denver but I don't love it. Jumping out there too. I mean, that was ridiculous. Now, well, they have three tight ends that can score touchdowns. Or four, that's that's actually. my thing. That's my thing. Is that four. all of a sudden yeah. they're they're he ever since he got injured, all, the the other tight ends have become relevant on that team, and he's just hit or miss too too much for me. Philly is good against the um you know the fantasy tight end. 
They're the so, Jets of the NFC, so it's going to be tough for me to play the Cowboys guys. Who you, who, the you start, who you starting, Evan Ingram or Dalton Schultz? Actually, Ingram, yeah. I'd probably yeah, start Ingram. Yeah, yeah. Because Ingram okay. is at least a top three option in his offensive route tree, and right. Schultz mm-hmm. is fourth at best. Right, right. Mm. You you with that Jay? We're 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 yeah. benching. Dal- yeah, I'm Dalton. benching Dolton Schultz. I, I, he lost me money too. He was a snowflake all day long. He was overs at me like yeah. a motherfucker. So yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm with you guys on that. What about defense? Is anybody that you just can't trust anymore? I mean, not that the Giants you could trust them, but you guys going up against Justin Jefferson? You guys going to fuck with that shit? No. <laughs> No. Yeah. 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 It did good against the commanders. They could pass interference all they want. Justin Jefferson will shake that shit off and he will beat you deep any day of the week. So he'll, um, he'll get the flag and score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's he's setting the yardage record this year. He's he Tyree Kill who? Oh, what he said like a I, weeks ago. It's Tyree almost Kill like I predicted it. that. I almost predicted it is. It's it. almost like, like I drafted that. him first. It's almost like my team's name, Just, Justin Jefferson, and the reason that I'm in this position is because of fucking Justin Jefferson. He scored me 33 points this week, uh, got me into the playoffs last week. I mean, this guy is the truth, and I picked him above Jamar. I did talk a hype uh, up, and I, I lied. I got to confess, fancy receipts, beginning of the year, Mike was there too. I said I was a Jamar guy. Then when the shit hit the fan in the real money league with you, I went – Justin Jefferson, like a motherfucker. Uh, that's what I did. I, that was my pick, right? Hey, it was my four, I was the you fourth. You can't. Pick in the you draft. can't win a league in the first round, but you can lose it. Like there's a lot of losing picks in the first round of this I year's drafts. This year. But oh, yeah. my top two guys all preseason long were Christian McCaffrey and Justin Jefferson, and I cannot love that any more than I do because my teams are scattered around with Jefferson and McCaffrey, and I I can't. Yeah, I just I just feel good about my first round picks panning out because. That's what gives you the chance to win at the end of the year. Is if your first round picks don't get hurt or they don't just suck, then you have a really good chance of winning. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, eviscerate. I mean, at your own peril, Colin. Do you know you want to eviscerate real quick? Uh, I mean, I had a lot more about, but you kind of, kind of got me. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, I just, I just twenty percent think... target share yesterday. Yeah, I just think if if Zach Wilson's back there, I don't, I just don't want anything to do with him, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You kind of, I, I picked him up. First of all, I drafted him a bunch too. So I've been hurt by this year. You know, I went through the, uh, the ride and, um, and I recently picked him back up in multiple leagues, you know, pre ahead of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and then once you saw Mike White get on the field, I was like, Oh, he's, he, you know, I think I started him certain weeks, you know, he's never really popped off. I think he had that one week where he got a touchdown, but, um, so I don't know. I, I hear you, Bo. I, I don't know if I would say kind of. I mean, er, er, everybody, you, you just know who. I mean, Hunter Renfro. I don't know. Tyler Conklin looks cuttable. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter Renfro, who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he probably already was cut, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It's, there's, there's a couple guys that were already kind of hanging on by a thread that you have no qualms about cutting loose. Yeah. Kick him to the curb, bro. All right, like Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. care. I, I, I literally haven't picked him up anywhere. I was, I was very tongue in cheek about uh, getting outbid on him in when he was hot, when he was a hot priority. I was like, oh darn, I got outbid on Isaiah Pacheco, and yeah, he has yeah. never done anything to win me any matchups. He would, he hasn't won anybody any matchups all season, and yet he's still the top 
the top guy for getting pro- high projections for no reason at all. Not not a not a thought, not a reason. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I'm ready to jump to the DFS stacks of cash. Stacks uh, of cash. Stacks of cash. Charles, are you are you going to pivot because of the? Uh, I'm giving you a chance to pivot because of the uh, the Jalen Hurts news that he probably is out, and he was in he was in your first two stacks, uh, which was right. nice. AJ Brown is is fire, you know. But. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'll say if he is on the field, um, I'm definitely you know, willing to play them because that's just how it is in the NFL. When they, when they get out there, it's like, you can't worry about that stuff. So, um, but I, the other one I was choosing between, it's just so expensive. I've got it. Um, it's fine. You want me to say it? Uh, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Diggs. Yeah. 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 1700. I have it. That's it's my, seven, that's my 17,000. 17,000. Yeah. 17,000. Yeah, no, both, so both 8,500 a piece, but I love it. you just, I love it. yeah, you just know, like, this is like, you know, it, it, they're just due to like Josh Allen pops every game. It's fine. It's so safe. You know, um, yep. this, this could be one of the things I I, I love to, that I want to see in games with the Bills is teams that can score points quick. And Justin Fields, because he can just ninja his way into the end zone, like all of a sudden, you know, boom, there's a touchdown. And now Josh Allen gets the ball back, you right. know. So, and I just think Stefan Diggs is due. Like you, you gotta feed, you gotta feed that man. Like he needs. He he's needs, so good. Yeah, he's so he, good. Yeah, he he, he he's he, he like you know, bit of a quiet performance this past week, and I just think there's a you know there's a big juicy thirty burger. So I will pivot, and I guess we'll we'll have the same diamond that's stack. That's great. yeah, that's great. I know we will not have because you have to pivot on your next stack to have the same. Uh, gold stack and my gold stacks it's pretty unique it's a it's a quarterback running back and it is do i not get a diamond two. stack oh oh, oh yeah give it give a stack oh, yeah. do it oh yeah bomb so sorry i didn't know you my diamond that. stack is a two by one patrick mahomes travis kelsey run it back with dk metcalf uh mm. this is gonna be some big points big big point total in this game i like uh, it and mahomes is going up against a defense that is pretty decent against against quarterbacks because they have good outside corners. But Travis Kelsey going up against the second worst tight end covering defense in the Seahawks. Mm. And then DK Metcalf going up against the, their third worst or fourth worst defense against wide receivers in the Chiefs who like to run a lot of man coverage. And as we know, DK Metcalf annihilates man, man coverage. He mans coverage. Yeah. But sorry, please forgive me. I, I should not have assumed you were not prepared for this. should be segment. so sorry. Absolutely. I, mean, <laughs> I was prepared. I, I came prepared. I'm going to let you then lead off the next round of uh, the gold stack then, since, you know, um, you, you are prepared. Uh, continue, my good sir, as my humble apologies. <laughs> so I'm going to call a bounce back for our guy, Joe Burrow. And that's what I'm going with, too. Yeah, Joe Burrow, along with uh, uh, his guy, Tyler Boyd, who I think is overdue at 4,900. Mm. You're that's getting that, you're getting down into silver levels with that one. That's, that's that. That's, yeah, that's I mean, I could say I could say Higgins, but Higgins has been like it's almost like he's wearing an invisibility cloak out there because uh, even though he made it back on the field from his hamstring injury, Joe Burrow did not look his way very often, and that really was scary. He was wide open sometimes too. You could see it on the film. It made me so mad. Yeah, it was bad. Didn't even look over I, there. 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna double stamp you know Racy's Joe Burrow. Um, you know, it's an expensive gold stack, but put Jamar Chase in there, you know, compared to the diamond stack this week, that's your gold stack. Um I've I had been for weeks in a row building 150 Joe Burrow lineups, and for some reason this week I got on Herbert and I'll tell you what, I'll I'll never do it again. I, I the, the one of the things that I noticed when I was doing this is like there's just there's like too many variations with the chargers like i just didn't I, I when i was doing it, i was like i don't feel good about this like when i build my joe burrow 150s like you know you just it's like you're removing that's why variables. you're locking it in that's why yeah, you you're, you're removing variables right that's why this this thing's so complicated to get like nine ten positions right <laughs> so you know burrow with chase like that's just automatic like every week you know the targets are going to be there and joe bro dude what are you i'll never yeah. not i'll never not I'm, if i do 150 lamps it's it's joe burrow like that's i mean he just every week it, it like he, he had how zero is he still in seven thousand flat I, it's, it's awesome that's why i was doing it is because he's so yeah. he's still too cheap he's too cheap his so, price yeah, is going to be three. He's going to be seven thousand flat for the third straight week, and yep. before that, he was sixty-eight, sixty-seven, sixty-nine. That's so when I started. The same when price he was like all 67. season long. Yeah. He this is he has at seven thousand flat is the highest price he's been all year, and it's now for three straight weeks where he's went it's thirty, beautiful. seventeen point six, and twenty-five point eight. Four touchdown <laughs> passes didn't get a single <sighs> markup. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is a DeAndre Swift effect where he could score 30 points in four straight weeks and he will not cross $6,500 on DraftKings. He's he's algorithm proof. So Joe yeah, Burrow like getting it. locked in into a in, into a like gold-plated lock in your lineups, all of them, it's genius because he's always a value. He's almost always leveraged. And he's so easily stackable. Right. It's, it's yeah. the perfect weapon. Because he's he's all the things you want in a DFS quarterback, right? I love it. Who's my your gold? Guy too. My gold uh, is a pivot off of Bose. It is uh, the aforementioned Patty Mahomes with Jarek McKinnon. That it's Ooh, it's it's like a that. very un- unique little stack, but it's only fourteen three, which I like. McKinnon's fifty nine hundred this week. He's priced up seven hundred bucks, but against the thirty first ranked defense, um, and Seattle is just got awful against the running back, particularly also when it comes to catching passes out of the backfield and lighting them up with touchdowns via the pass. That's kind of what they're bad at too. They're just not good at the running back position. So how talky um, is I that like game going to be? That's what I'm afraid of. Yes. A secret. A se- well, yeah, we'll see how chalky it is, but uh, you know, you can, if I run it back with Metcalf, that would be sexy as well. So, I'll, you know, I'll kind of glom on to, to Bo's stack. Cause I think that Metcalf is a really good call. So, you know, so shalom. Uh, all right. What what about um, Collins? I'll let you start off with your your silver stack. Speaking of, I'm going Gino DK Metcalf for my silver stack, dude. Ooh, like, like how much is that? Exactly the same. It's about yeah. Mon- it's a money stack, dude. You know. Yeah. I mean, we don't. Uh, I, I Tyler Lockett. Uh, you know, he broke his finger, but I don't know. I mean, Tyler Boyd just did that. He's back. We'll, we'll see. Um, but either way, it doesn't matter. DK is going to eat. Um, it's a juicy, juicy matchup versus a weak secondary. You know, it's the Chiefs. There's going to be points, and um, you know, you get it, get it on the cheap. What, what did I send it? How much was that one? Um, twelve nine. 
twelve nine for Geno Smith, Metcalf. So, yes, yeah, yeah. He, uh, Gino, Gino is criminally underpriced week in week out too. Fifty eight hundred for Gino right now. Right, he's the number five in redraft. Like he's number five he's, in. He's he's coming off back to back off weeks, which is nice because uh, right. the, the twenty two point six was kind of underwhelming against Carolina, even though he got this for got it there for us. But fifteen last week in San Francisco. That's San Francisco. It's San Francisco, exactly. It's and now San he's Francisco. going at KC. KC is yeah. going to man up against DK up. Metcalf and just pray. That's what they're right. going to do. They're just going to be praying that Geno's off target to DK Metcalf all game, which isn't going to happen. Yeah. All right, you guys are yeah. getting me excited to play again. Uh, I've been, I've been, okay. I was so discouraged after yesterday. I've got I got one more cheap attack on the horn. Like, I just yeah. had my best week. Last week was my best week in two and a half years. And then I roll into this one and you're yeah. like, okay, no. that's just a, that's just a kneecap buster. And I beat baby. him again too. So that, you know, I'm up three on him in the clash. So. Yeah, I'm dead inside anyway. So <laughs> I didn't even tweet it out yet. I'm gonna wait until later. I'll let it hang over. But uh, here's mine. You know, I'm not just chasing points here. I think I'm I'm seeing a trend in the offense. And and um, Kirk Cousins uh, stacked up with KJ Osborne is is only ten seven. Wow. So if you you, you you KJ Osborne might not do it again. But he is electric, and he spurred that comeback. So I just do think he's got a bigger role. No, nothing against Thielen. He's he's around too. But you know, um, KJ Osborne in the slot and 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 being the guy who kind of benefits from Justin Jefferson getting double covered uh, more so right now downfield and kind of when he gets the ball, being able to get the yak too. Like I just like him a lot at that cheap price. He's forty five hundred. You know, like that's just you know Adam Thielen. Let me check and see how much Thielen is. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, a Thielen he's watcher. Probably like 51. 53. He's 53. Yeah. So he's 800 more. So, you know, I just think Thielen has less upside. So, all right. Ready for three tweets? I'm ready. Three tweets. I got a, I got a banger. I, I made this tweet. My wife sent me this earlier today. And I was like, I, I was like, she, she was like, do you have your three tweets? I was like, yeah. I was like, they're not. She's like, you should use that one I sent you. I was like, oh, yeah. So I had to screen record it, tweet it. And uh, and then the, you know I sent it to Scott. This is the best thing ever. All right, yeah, sound all the way up. This yeah, is so funny. <laughs> okay, here we go. So I told Stephanie, I was like, maybe you should take care of them, and she was like, they're not in my section. And I was like, what do you mean they're not in your section? Uh-huh. That's where your section starts. What? I know. I was <laughs> like, I'm not about to fight with you. <laughs> this that was me yesterday all day long i was sick in my bed and my wife was talking to me and she might have just been wearing the phone on her head i was just like oh, oh, so right wow no way your section starts it's where your section starts <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bo, did you did you bring any tweets today? Did you want to share? I don't know. You can go through my timeline, but I I haven't tweeted a whole lot lately. Just oh my my yeah my parlay tweet, which was I did show that. Yeah, that was a sad sad. I I can I can revisit that. Let me uh, I got to go back and find. Whenever I get into into here, my brain is just like, where are you? That's the Twitter effect. (laughs) Yeah, well, you just get sucked down into the wormhole. Yeah, this is this is the tweet here coming up when you, when you lose I'll take pain for eight hundred Alex. I'll take pain for eight hundred dollars, Alex. 
That is that. And look, your boy retweeted it. Yeah, good, good, good. I like that. That was a good tweet. Okay. Um, and now I'll show you my tweet. Um, you know, I, I did this tweet. <laughs> it's so funny. You might not have seen it yet. Maybe you have already. But this is this is this is a picture that I found. I'm trying to go through my my picture here of of Kirk Cousins. Check check this picture out. Nice. <laughs> Of Kirk Cousins, this this is this is in the football game here, and homeboy it's Matt Ryan. Oh, sorry, Matt Ryan, not Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Uh, he's he's getting he's getting an enema. I mean, this is not this is not good. <laughs> That's Harrison you know? Smith. That's Harrison Smith. Yeah, I mean, he's giving him the business, man. This, this is this is not hey, ideal for Matt Ryan. Remember, like, remember the movie injury. Road Trip? That's called milking the prostate. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. losing the greatest NFL lead in the history of the NFL. And that then, looks like boner deep right there. <laughs> it, it, there's a whole big <laughs> and the responses. It's not just this, like it's the people's responses, right? So I'm not trying to tweet this. Let me see if I can go. I can't go to the people's responses from here. Yeah, like they they were just they they loved it, you know. So uh, the, my favorite was this guy who is, he's smelling his finger. Yeah. So this tweet made me laugh because everybody else was going after it, you know, like somebody tagged, you know, bar stool and stuff. So it just, it was funny. I, I enjoyed it. So uh, that was mine, but uh, I, I like yours a lot, Collins. I think you're the winner of, of three tweets. So, uh, which one do you want to? To Mark Normand. It's yeah, funny. Like it's not as hilarious. No one is more disappointed around the holidays than the people <laughs> who steal my packages. <laughs> that That's really funny. Yeah. Same here. If you're stealing my packages, you're getting like transformers and stuff. Like, you're just like, what the hell? Yeah. Now, this is good. Well, thank you, Mr. Bo McBrayer. Where can people find you and your work, my friend? Right here at Bo underscore McBigTime. Click the link tree. Go to BigTimeFlavor.com. Order, order yourself Illegal. a Big Time Flavor bundle. Illegal. illegal. You see this? It's illegal. I'm reporting you. This is now illegal on Twitter. It's, it's not social. It's illegal. You see what That's Musk not- said? Said so link trees, they're out. I didn't I'm post a link tree, I put it in my bio. That's the difference. There's a loophole. I'm not allowed to tweet, hey, check out my link tree, but I can put it you in. You go my to hell if you do that. You get burnt burnt in hell. <laughs> yeah. Please go check out Chalk Block where Bo sometimes is there as well. And then I'm Nimble W Numbers from the Fantasy Millionaires. Follow us too. We're almost at a thousand followers. And then go follow nice. this guy at the Ralph Macho. So Thank you for coming on, Bo. This has been tremendous. We love you as a as a friend and as a fancy analyst. And uh, I'm waiting for you to eat that hat. Uh, you should maybe up your points to eight and a half or something. I don't know because five's pretty. You're gonna be eating a hat, bro. Just telling you, brah. Mark my words, bro. Yeah. No. Mike, I'll let you get us out of here. All right. Uh, war, death, destruction, fantasy, glory, uh, and pain to your enemies uh, in this coming week. And peace and love everywhere else. Everywhere else. And uh, please, Higby, no more than 